You know what song's been on my mind today? Malawi. 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 Okay. Malawi. <laughs> Alright, let's start it off right. Welcome to Keep It Real Fridays. I am Selatine, your social architect. And I'm Brown Willis, no relation of Bruce. And today we've got some special guests, some heavy hitters. 2016 Best Online Media Winners for the podcast, Two Broke Twimbles. <laughs> Let me just let them introduce themselves in their own language. The, the, the rules. There's a, the rules. There's a little document here about <laughs> the, the rules. So oh, those you, rules are not even for you guys. Use the oh, okay. okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> the way it was set in front of us, I thought it was the rules these, for the these, guests. I just wanted to make sure we didn't violate anything. These, you know, these, these nosy mofos. <laughs> yeah, we've got some unruly uh, colleagues. So, you know, rules are, are there, but they're broken nonetheless. Mm. <laughs> the rules, the rules. <laughs> Otherwise, yes. welcome Dan and Phil. Yo, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up? Collectively, as two broke triples. Intro, you know, finally, it went like this. We've got Danny, that guy, aka Denias, aka only that only guy, mm. aka your girlfriend probably pities him, aka Denmo. Mm. But when you look at his wallet and body weight, it's probably Denless. Speak on it, brother, speak on it. And well, then we have on, the one hold on, and hold on, Willis. That's what it used to be. Mm-hmm. Okay, what is it now? Yeah, yeah. Now since then, the you know the the financial situations changed a little bit. Okay. Check the thread. Check the drip. Look at the drip. Look at the drip. Right. I'm look just saying, drip. man. I'm just saying. Look, <laughs> I used to walk into the store and buy buttercream donuts. Mm-hmm. Was, look, that was what the pocket was saying. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Now we get buttercream, fam. Can't argue no, with no, the no. pocket. No, you, you check out the item with the little cherry inside. Now the fresh cream item. That's the one I buy now, man. Things have changed. Eat fresh food, not the day old item. Yeah. No, one time. One time. That's what we do now. So, yeah, so. AKA Mister used to buy the cream donut. Now buys the one with the cherry on top. Boom. Okay. And then we have the one and only, <laughs> the unmistakable, <laughs> the irrefutable, <laughs> the most. Stick on the brother. The most definitely honorable yeah, could very yeah, well be yeah. doctorable. Ooh, Phil Chan. Ain't that right, my brother? AKA Flim Floss, the big boss. Ow! AKA Finza B. Yeah, man. AKA Filthy Phil. Ew. AKA Sex Intern Love. Don't touch me. <laughs> AKA Shangwari Nitengero Drink. Ginenyota. AKA DJ Mkara. <laughs> Another one. <laughs> Don't ask me how I found out about these intros, man. These two are just mad crazy. Okay, it's not like there's like 95 <laughs> episodes. With yeah. Of- 95 yeah. whole episodes with that intro on in it. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what up, guys? What's good? We we did a bit of homework, but um, you guys have been missing in action for a while. Mm. 18 whole months. Mm. No, no 2BT. Yeah. What, yeah. what is going on? Who shut you all down? We shut ourselves down, man. <laughs> like I think we, we said it pretty much last week. Um, art was beginning to, mm. no, life was beginning to imitate art a little too much. Um, we actually had to sit down and be like, 
are we angering our ancestors? Uh, what, what spirits are we bringing into our lives? What energy are we putting out in the universe? Because it was real. All right. it, it was real. We had to take a step back, you know, reassess, regroup, uh, make sure that the rent was paid, and then uh, now mm-hmm. we, are, we are we are sorted. We are back, and that's very key. Stun on them. We picked up on like uh, some people on Twitter who were like uh, posting, "Oh, the podcast that lit the way is back." That was uh, Chris Poja. Sorry, Chris Charamba these days. Well, no, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah, yeah you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> now, for real, like Phil is saying, um, it's not like we had 90 plus episodes already out there, mm. nonstop. So you know, we we took a break. Things are tough, man. Things yeah. are tough. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, no, we just figured we'd uh, give it a little. And the plan, to be honest, was to be off for a couple of months, regroup, mm. rebrand, change the whole image. But it took a, a lot longer than that. So, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. 18 whole months. Were there babies involved? Because, you know, babies usually cause those kind of delays. And- <laughs> uh, not necessarily. I, for men, oh, I don't know. Like, okay. do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah I mean, like, and, we, and don't don't get it wrong. Like, babies that you know of. Dan and I, we will not hesitate to be deadbeats. Like, the moment we we smell something funny, we out. <laughs> Deny paternity at every cost. Have a baby by me, baby. Watch me disappear. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. right, all right. But just to take it back, I think I first got acquainted to both of y'all around oh nine, oh ten, when Twitter was still just for the cool kids. Before people were now just filtering each other Before people's dads were now on Twitter and stuff <laughs> Before Twitter was unplugged Yeah When when we had comedies like Chris Poja, uh, Glam Girl Z uh, D-Bay Bay Before they all rebranded And uh, tossed D-Bay away Bay. <laughs> I haven't seen her online in a uh, long time Yeah D-Bay Bay Tandy Moringa <laughs> yeah. Well, she's, a, she's, she's a mother now. So yeah, is she? Okay. So it's so weird. Like, people speak of Zanelli as glam girls. You know, <laughs> I haven't called glam girls in years. Yes. But, but you guys never really changed your handles. You just kept it real. No pun intended. No, when you get it right the first time, you don't have to. Change I mean, it. there's nothing. There's nothing to change, my guy. Like. It was my name. I'm mm. not going to change mm. my name. My name is my name! <laughs> Back then, uh, Twitter was a, it was a whole different beast. It, it was much smaller. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone who was online was on there for fun. There was no one who was on there to yeah. like... Uh, I mean, no, no one was on there to learn or to get news. meet family yeah. or get news. It was literally on there for fun. So I mean, everything that happened was dope. I mean, no one got offended by nothing. Yeah, man, I, I've been I've been deleting tweets, fam. <laughs> I've been, that's sad. No, I've been going through my time. And I'm that's like, sad. damn, yeah. what was wrong with me? But mm. at the time, it didn't matter because as a public figure yeah. now, no one no, no one really cared yeah. at the time. Being problematic was 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 a thing. Was a thing back then. Yeah. <laughs> I like, I like the growth. I like the growth. Pause. Yeah. I'll put a pause on there. <laughs> so, at what point did you guys decide to, you know, think it was a cool idea to put together a podcast? Uh, it, had been, it had actually been in the works for a while. Um, Dan and I were, were pretty big on podcasts. Um, and at the time, we were also very... We Listen, were, listening. That's what he means. Yeah, yeah we're really big listening. Listening podcast. on podcasts. Um, some people had been approaching me because like, I had done the African hip hop blog, and people were like, "Oh, we need you to do an African hip hop blog for non hip hop artists." Mm. And we're trying mm. to figure out the best way to do it because I didn't want to do another blog, so we're trying to figure out um, ingenuitive ways of doing it. And then Dan was on radio at the time, and he had experience with radio, so we had actually originally we had planned to do a podcast with Dan. Oh, I had pitched to do a podcast with Dan, myself, and Ten. 
Mm. Um, but Ten was focusing on his music career. And I can't remember why did how did we come to Two Broke Timbers? It just randomly came to us, huh? Um, we were broke. I, we were broke. It was, yeah, it was just. I don't. It just there, yeah, just. There, in fact, there wasn't even like a, a process. It was just like. Uh, suggested name mm. Love it Okay cool Let's move forward Let's just do it Type of thing So yeah Yeah And, and it was pretty much that And then I, I hit up my boy Tatenda Junior Shout out to him Yep um, I've done a lot of work With him since But like um, I had an idea For like the Beano Comic book style um, Imagery He worked up Our old logo um, I sat down for like I took like a week off work Did the website Figured mm. out how to get it On iTunes and then, yeah, we just snuck into ZFM one day and recorded our first episode. Okay. Because if you notice, like, a lot of people's uh, careers and things just started popping from 2012. Like, Tin caught happy. Mm-hmm. He's out of here. Dan went on radio. Mm-hmm. Uh, Phil, I don't know. I think that's I when you nothing. started. No, I think you started, like, working on the Punga sessions or something along those lines and mm-hmm. African hip-hop blog. So, like, around about that time, that's when people just started, like, taking off. <laughs> Okay. All mm-hmm. right. All right. I feel like it was um, up to that point. Everything had been Twitter. Mm. So, uh, man, do you know now it may now it may seem like nothing or whatever. But back mm. in 20, 2010, 2010, 2011, 2012, yeah, a thousand followers on Twitter was that was gold. That was, was a jackpot. You could sell whatever. You could invite. You know what I mean? You were influencer number one type of thing. Were you guys selling or just doing pods? No. Do you know what? We, we weren't, at the time we weren't doing anything. We were yeah. literally just on, on Twitter. Uh, I, I used to do a thing called um, uh, Comedy Thursdays, which right. started off, when it started off back in the day, early days of Twitter, it was just, hey, every Thursday, uh, led by uh, the, the originals on Twitter, uh, Langamla, uh, Jega Linda, and that whole crew. They, they just, every Thursday was just jokes on Twitter, jokes on Twitter. Then uh, at some point, I was like, yo, man, I, I got like a thousand followers, bruh. Because pe- people wait for you, like, where's Dan? Or yeah, where's no, because then it's, it thurs- it's, it's Thursday. Yeah. Well, at that point, um, uh, RIP to, uh, to Gwai. Yeah. That was an unfortunate Gwai died? Yeah, he, pa- he passed away about uh, um, well, seven months ago now, because his memorial was last month, but yeah. Okay. Um, he was one of the originals as well. Um, good guy, man, good guy. Anyway, continue that. Yeah, so I was saying that at the time, of course, everything was for fun. Uh, and even like Comedy Thursdays, mm. I just decided to, hey, these guys aren't really on Twitter as much anymore. But hey, let's let's continue the whole Comedy Thursday thing. And uh, to be 100% honest, at the time, uh, it was just, it was literally meant to be, yeah, let's just do it this Thursday. Maybe we'll do it next Thursday. I don't know. And then it, it was like, so the demand for it was like every Thursday. And every Thursday it's trending. It's trending in South Africa even. Yep. Sometimes it's trending in other countries. Um, I even had a, a couple of corporates approach me who were like, listen, man, like, what can we do with this? But none of them had bag. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It was like, it was just like, yo, so like, if you want a t-shirt, we could, uh, man, that's cool. T-shirt. <laughs> uh, and I think no one really cared about social media at the time. So my, my head wasn't at all into thinking about monetizing or what can I do out of this. But like, we could clearly see that there was definitely influence coming through from social media. Yep. And... Uh, I think the next step was just like, yo, let's actually do something that's not just fun on Twitter, but uh, maybe build a, a podcast, build a website, build a blog around it. Um, yeah, and like and like Phil was saying, he was also uh, looking at because he already had the African hip hop blog. Okay. So it was like something that's not just focused on hip hop. And uh, Two Broke Tumbles was born. Yeah, yeah actually, uh, I just remembered there's something we had forgotten um, around that time as well. 
Dan and I had started doing these ridiculous um, comedy blog posts mm. that that were pretty much at the time those were those were pretty viral. I mean, like some 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 of the blog posts I've done are still like number one, number two on Google search terms, which I find hilarious. Like right now, if you Google Hodzeko, mm. my post on Hodzeko is still number one above actual Hodzeko. Hodzeko, Hodzeko. <laughs> mm. Okay, I'm gonna check that out. Um, I, I wouldn't advise you. To. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe our listeners uh, on on. That yeah, kind of stuff and I remember like we were doing those posts, and I, there, was, there was one time I, I went and we were doing it on blog post, and I went to see the analytics, and I had like twenty thousand hits in a month over like a ridiculous post that took me like thirty minutes to write up, and we're like, mm. we we clearly um, have something here, but how? What's the best way to, to move it forward? Because okay. it, was, it was still very juvenile, it was still very yep. mature, yep. but we're trying to figure out not 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 just be silly online, but actually. Build something of substance that's going to have value 10, 20, 30, 40 years from now. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Just, just not cut you off. Uh, just going to take a quick little water break, and we'll be back with the mighty, mighty 2BT. Keep it real Fridays with Celadine and Brian Willis. <laughs> Hello, hello, it's your girl Tiff Cake. Shout out to Keep It Real Fridays for supporting the music. Shout out to everybody who's been keeping it real and supporting the music from day one. I really appreciate it. Y'all can download my music from Audio Mac. I've just dropped my new single, That Girl Confessions. I hope y'all enjoy it. You can also follow me on Instagram and on Facebook at TiffCake underscore official. Let's support local music. Mwah. Should be rewarded. You start rapping, everybody think they got it. No one make it look easy, cause I'm good at it. If you think that you're better, then bring the challenge. But sorry if you think I'ma let you have it. I, I don't like being underestimated. Run over me first, then you start bragging. But be careful, I might have you begging. When I make you realize you haven't been rapping, cause that is your doing is way overrated. Listen to my work, this is a braided. Papa Mosoro, you're a king. But you ever reserve, but you're bad rap. Allow me to turn tables with some new. Levels and a fresh taste to the game. Boss ladies coming, I'm feeling the hit. Things looking different, she's changing the script. I'm gonna do come up versus back on the queen. I'm pretty and simple, I'm causing a sin. Boss ladies coming, I'm feeling the hit. Things looking different, she's changing the script. The pin and the rap and the top is a sin. I'm pretty and simple, I'm causing a sin. Pretty and simple, I'm causing a sin. Pretty and simple, I'm causing a sin. I'm pretty and simple, I'm causing a sin. I'm pretty and simple, I'm causing a sin. They say them too much, got them thinking about giving up. But but that's not the plan, oh my gosh. Just trying to show you what I'm all about. But slow down if you think you're enough. Just stay on top even though I'm coming up. Cause cause cause, cause I'm coming up. Believe me, baby, I see no doubt in that. Take a look at how it's done. I see the envy in your eyes. You wanna do me out of mind. Just correct all my wrongs into right. Here's a piece of advice. You never criticize Cause you're not gonna like it when I'm getting money Awards that step on the side Another piece of advice Sharing to me is alright But if you like what I like Then remember the money just stays on the side 
Refreshing to hear a female man. Very, very refreshing. Um, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say though, when she started off, I felt a bit shaky. Her enunciation was a bit unconvincing. But as the beat went on, somehow she seemed to grasp the beat back and claimed her her dominance on the track. So at least there was a recovery involved there. But there were still some shaky moments in her delivery. Um, I love the hook. I love it. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not even justifying the hook enough by just saying I love it. It's a brilliant hook. I love it. It's. It's got that presence. It's got that. It, it's delivering on what it's selling. She's pretty and simple, and causing a scene. I love it. Um, I love the instrumental. Basically, I think it's a good track. So, without further ado, let's get to the ratings. Drum roll, please. I'm gonna give this track a straight six out of ten. That's the rating for today on Give Me Five by Brian Willis. No relation to Bruce. This is Keep It Real Fridays. Keep It Real Fridays with Summertime and Brian Willis. <laughs> okay, so we're back with uh, Dan and Phil. Brian, you're awfully quiet. You're right over there. That was buddy. a quick toilet <laughs> break. <laughs> Are you guys peeing under the desk? What the hell? Okay, you see, guys. <laughs> This is, this is what I always I, I always tell people Because the breaks Are not really the breaks That they think they are These are the breaks Bring it up Bring it up Bring it up Besides, These two talk a lot So you know You just let them flow With the with the, with the, with the flow Okay mm-hmm. I, I, should, I shouldn't have said flow The first time <laughs> Hey then, uh, Yeah I mean like We, we are We are J, We are JD writing 
mm-hmm. podcast hosting. No, no, so, no, 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 no. You're here to talk. Free no, to I know. Say, so I mean, I just do don't want to. I don't want to like. All of a sudden Before you know It's going to be like Yo so when did you start Keep it real Fridays bro We're like what? <laughs> That's what's going to happen next All of a sudden The roles have swapped <laughs> So Celentine Tell us um, How was it like growing up um, But we'll get to that In a bit But there's another tweet Which uh, kind of echoed My sit- my sentiments It read Welcome back Matsaga Now I, I, we await Two broke twimbles Versus Sansa In the AM I really felt that they, they they like got your pocket like when you guys left. They really like what's, satisfied that niche. What's sadza in the AM? Oh damn! It's like a breakfast meal. Or something? Oh damn! Nobody eats sadza in the morning. Oh, we, a, we, a really we, hearty meal. No, actually, wait. You know what? You know when you don't finish your porridge from the previous day, uh-huh. and then it, exactly. And the next day, okay, cool. But then you like microwave it. It's just like a solid thing. Then you get some some lacto and you break it up with a spoon. You break it with a spoon and you get some lacto. They put some sugar in there. Come on, Phil. Don't do mm. that. Don't do Unless that. you hang over, like you had a really rough Friday night. What? Ah, blast. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> They've been holding it down for the past two years or so when you guys decided to dip. Mm. And they were kind of like the, 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 the audience was the same. So I saw, I saw Chris was effing with the Mavi. And when what, you guys what, came back. Was the audience the same? I don't know, eh? Oh, oh man. <sighs> Mm. It wasn't. I mean, we seen the numbers, man. The numbers just, just didn't add up, man. Just but they didn't been, add up. And they've been get, They were also like getting donations and shit. So we say, oh, oh, damn, you guys have like racked up like five hundred bucks in a small little. I'm like, well, okay, all right. How many? How much did we get last week? But once again, we got real. We got I, PayPal donations. No, no, I'm Not saying like that, that one time that I we saw. got twenty US dollars, fab. Who ain't touch us? <laughs> ain't nobody touching us. Man. Come on up. And, and this was all like Let me make it rain on here Let me see if I got some coins up again okay. <laughs> <laughs> No, okay, on a serious tip um, no. Come on uh, Jokes aside Yeah, no, shout out to Suds in the morning You know, we yeah. see we see y'all's little struggle Little grind going on, yeah Yeah, that's good, it's good, man yeah. We're happy that we built the template For these young ones to To, 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 um, to emulate and follow But those, those are Those are those are youngsters Those are kids Like we've been working with them For, for quite some time Okay And, uh, you know, giving them A few tips and pointers mm. Here and there, you know We feel like we are the the OGs of the game, you know mm. what I'm saying? We've taken them under our proverbial wings and guided them, so to speak. Mm-hmm. I, I see you trying to kick up, uh, cook up a little beef. No, not at all. Listen, at man. Uh, Jay Z doesn't beef with Trippy Red. You know what I mean? It's oh, like yeah. the, the established <laughs> and the upcoming. Not to say Whoa. that Trippy Red doesn't have his fans. And mm-hmm. I, I read that on the timeline today. That's a rapper, right? Mm, I, believe, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying. So we, there's no beef. We all good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, yeah. Now, seriously, we we all yeah. cool. They're gonna listen to this and laugh. So. Okay. I think we've been very well acquainted with these two silly sides, but don't be. A fooled because they're not just fools. These guys actually have some weight under their uh, comical uh, natures. We got uh, Mr. Philchard here. He's got like uh, you got experience with uh, things like intellectual property. A word? A word? You're gonna I, get shocked by I, that. I need to remember the lies I tell. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I just want. I just want to, you know, kind of like. Bring out some of the knowledge, especially for our, you know, we're here for the hip hop cats. You know, hip hop people are struggling in Zim. Mm-hmm. We we all know that, man. So things like intellectual property. We re- we recently had an event where uh, Tanto Wavy was busy stealing Takura's <laughs> music and making it his own. 
in terms of piracy. piracy. Number we're actually number one. Hey, there, was, there, was, there was a time we beat out China, but we've become Damn. number one in terms of copyrighted uh, Microsoft discs per capita. Um, and Microsoft never bothered enforcing it because it just was it's, it's such a small market. It's insignificant to us. Even though they have offices right here, they, they got like ICL as, well, as some of their part, the local partners here. They could, if they wanted to, they could have cracked down on it. But they was like, yeah, we don't care, whatever. Because they were banking on the fact that okay, if these hundred thousand people are using pirated versions, eventually we're going to get them into our system. And I was one of them. Like I remember having a, a cracked copy, but now I, I use Office 365 because I have to. So that's one way to go about it. And that, I think that culturally has created this this system where people think that they have a right to property that they did not create or they weren't involved in any in manner, shape or form. So if you want to do a cover, for example, mm-hmm. um, we are under Aripo's regulations. I just need to check and see what the new regulations are because the Millennium Music Act just came into effect. And right now in the EU and America, there's Article 13. But because you guys are post- posting them on platforms like Facebook and YouTube, you might be subject to Article 13. But what that um, entails is basically fair use, if I'm not mistaken, where you can post a cover, you can post a derivative of someone's original work, but it, it'll immediately be flagged, and then they'll, be, they'll just derive all the profits from your work. They won't be able to take it down. Um, when Prince was alive, Prince was very adamant that no one would ever use his work. If you guys, now you might find some on YouTube, but before this, there was never any Prince music on YouTube. There was no footage of a Prince concert on YouTube or Facebook or Twitter or any covers of of Prince songs because he didn't want anyone anywhere near his stuff. And he would sue the shit out of you, even if you're a fan. And I think that's what we need. We need an example. An example needs to be made for people start understanding the value of intellectual property because... Outside of that, there's, there's other far-reaching effects like culturally. Like, people don't value original works or they just keep copying everyone's sound. You have one artist who's making waves like Takura with the trap, hip-hop slash R&B. Everyone's not making trap, hip-hop slash R&B. That sounds like a carbon copy of everything else. And then you end up diluting the whole marketplace. So, that in brief, I think, that, that, that covers it. So even just to go a little bit deeper with uh, Article 13 that Godo said, which, by the way, hasn't passed. Mm. Was this? It, it hasn't passed yet. Article 13. Yeah, yeah, but it's in the process. But it, the whole idea behind Article 13 is even even if I were to take a five-second snippet of Winky D's new trap video to use as a meme Peppa Pig. to post on my Twitter. So if I'm out there like, yo, just got paid, and then I take a little five-second clip of Winky D saying, my tens, my fifties, my... You know what I mean? It would be flagged and I wouldn't be able to post it because it's copyright infringement. Mm-hmm. So that's how deep it could go. It's not yet there at the moment, but in the EU, potentially in the next couple of years, that's how deep copyright infringement can go. So you could be sitting here telling yourself, nah, I'm promoting you, nah, I'm showing you as a fan. It's not even like that. Do you know why? Because Winky D gets paid based on how many views he gets on in, in, with regards to certain things. So for him, some of those views going to you would mean he's losing out on money. Mm-hmm. So it's in his interest that if you want to see my stuff, you can't see it anywhere except on my page. So this is where those like PROs come into play. Yeah? Um, to a certain degree. So 
public uh, public rights uh, public pub, publishing right organization sorry mm-hmm. um, will administer this on your behalf so what you then do is when you create an original work you send them the master then they import the master into the system then they'll send that master when they're doing it with the assistance of your distributor, if you've distributed to all these platforms, you tell them which areas your content is distributed, then they'll then send it to them and they'll have the master recordings. And then there's a sound scan, there's content ID on YouTube, Facebook have their own proprietary software, which basically can scan the sound waves and be like, wait, this sounds a lot like this. Like that. Mm-hmm. We're digging it. Mm-hmm. And then if you want, you can argue with it. And then, so you basically go from dealing with a machine to dealing with a human being. Um, and as Dan was saying, Article 13 came as a direct response to the Millennium Music or the Digital Millennium Copyright Act, which is the DMCA. Mm-hmm. What that then says is the hosts, as in the platforms, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, ETC, are not liable for any copyright infringement. You are liable. Mm-hmm. But in that, t- in that process where you commit a copyright offense mm-hmm. to the time it is actually called out, Fair Harbor laws are called into place. So you, you, and I'm sure you guys have seen it. Like, if you go on YouTube right now, you can find a whole movie, you can find a whole series, you can find a whole album. That's because guys are hiding behind the DMCA laws to basically pirate music. And when that happens, I, one of three things usually happens: you can do nothing, you can then say no, keep the stuff up. I'll just demonetize this page and take all the revenue myself, or ding this guy and get my content off his page. What Article 13 will do is just make sure that nothing except what's approved by the artist and the, the distributor or the PRO sees the light of day. Okay. So that's the type of time Takura's on cease and cease, nigga. Well, that also depends on <laughs> whose distributor is and, and what relationship they have because if I'm not mistaken, he's still being distributed by Jungle South, is he not? Yeah, I think they still have some relations. <clears throat> so Jungle South is Ace's company, but Jungle South goes through a larger distributor and PRO, and mm. they they just have boilerplate instructions. So like, if you see our any art any content from our artist being pirated, immediately ding it, okay. and then let the person d- dispute it. And that's because when you're dealing with such a large amount of artists at mm. scale, and you don't have a massive staff contingent to deal with um, copyright issues. Mm-hmm. It's, it's better to have, from their side, to have an automated system that protects them at all costs. What about in the, in the Sorry, case? I just want to simplify uh. this whole conversation. Because, <laughs> I mean, we got rappers listening, right? Yep. Wow. Why are we... Rappers are stupid why, rappers. Are we, why are we sitting... No, let's not act like... Why are, we, why, are we, why are we acting like a... I, a I, I need you to talk to those people specifically. Why are we acting like a 16-year-old <laughs> coming through from the hood who's got a, a doll and a dream and a mixtape in his hand who's going to be sitting here understanding what you mean by PROs and the DMCA laws and whatever. To simplify it, the bigger artists... Uh, usually are distributed by organizations that have set up rules together with YouTube and all these channels which are if my music goes on if anyone else comes on if any other song comes on that sounds like mine automatically take it down so Takura didn't sit and listen to it and say hey this sounds like my song take it down YouTube did that automatically because Takura is being distributed uh, Jungle South and uh, and uh, I guess the the parent, uh, not parent company, but who the distributors Jungle South uses. Nah. What about in the event of like um, the challenges, you know, the uproar challenge, Lil Wayne, In My Feelings, Drake, was he like, so was he like getting some sort of revenue from everyone else? Oh yeah, definitely. Mama, definitely. So, <clears throat> yeah. another thing people need to realize is mm. 
And Billboard started counting for this two years ago around the mannequin challenge. Yeah. Every time a mannequin challenge was uploaded on Twitter, Twitter. It, it went to the social media charts that Billboard accounts. Okay. Every time it went up to YouTube, it now went into effect, I think, a year ago when, when Leo Cohen joined YouTube. But now, and there was a time where Post Malone was gaming the system, he uploaded a one-minute clip of Rockstar, which was just the, the beat. Yeah. And people just kept playing that on the loop, not realizing that was contributing to his chart position because all those streams counted to the total plays the total, okay. for the song. So every time someone uploads a video doing the uproar challenge, that's not only that money in Lil Wayne's pocket, but you're pushing him up the charts. Okay. That's, Makes sense. That's why Drake loves Shiggy so much. That's why Shiggy's on tour right now, because Drake is making money off that kid's dance. I, Drake Drake didn't... That was not meant to be his sing, that the single at the time. The single was supposed to be... Um, what's, that, what's that other song? Uh... Whatever it was. This is not a rolly. Anyway, whatever. That was supposed oh, that to be was, the single. Yeah. And then everyone was everyone was just dancing to to in my feelings, and that went to number one. Uh, and if you think about it, I mean, it didn't have a video. It wasn't really being played on radio. The only place that it was getting that kind of play was YouTube social media. So yeah, I mean. If if you've set up your systems for it, then cool, go ham, yeah. and you'll find people are cool with it. <clears throat> so I think people just need to be cognizant that now the tools are in place. So Twitter is still lagging behind, but Facebook now has content ID, and they've they've started rolling it out. <clears throat> Instagram on Instagram. So I don't know mm. if you follow international, not only artists but anyone who's especially in America, Australia, Canada, and the UK. There's, there's now an option where they can link it with their Spotify so they can play actually it? play a song mm. in their stories or on their post. Yep. And if you try to play that post from Zimbabwe, it'll say Instagram music not available in Zimbabwe yet or not available in your region yet. You guys have seen that, right? Ho- hopefully soon. Mm-hmm. Now that we've got nostrils in, you know, in place, hopefully. Uh, there's, there's a lot more stuff. There's a, <laughs> there's a lot more stuff... Partly because Zinara owes the IPFI, I think, like three million now. God damn, Zimura. Zimura, sorry, yeah, Zimura. Zimura owes the IPFI like three million. So that's it's not their fault. I mean, the radio stations owe Zimura as well. So, okay, it's partly their fault. <laughs> but so it's, it's your fault. Also, hey, I don't deal in that department, <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, there's, there's that going on. So it's the net is closing in. Like there, there have been gaps. Let's not lie. We we all capitalized on on loose laws and piracy. Yeah. We all we, we all went to kick ass torrents once or twice. Does, R.I.P. Does any of this have any, anything to do with the closure of African hip hop blog? Were you violating anything, or this was like a personal choice? Like okay, no, that's it. it actually went back to why I stopped the podcast, which is a separate subject okay. altogether. Yeah, but um. None of these blogs that make me money. Okay. None of them. No, none of them. None of them. Even the money that the African hip hop blog would bring in, yeah. it would it would not even come close to offsetting the costs of staffing, mm. um, overheads, travel, equipment, editing. You on planes though? See, oh, Phil's over there. Okay. Yeah, because uh, I was paying uh, for my flights. Oh, I thought that was the blog and you know, doing all that <laughs> stuff for you. Do you do you ever? Okay. Have you to ever be fair, Phil, sometimes <laughs> you'd be now, flown Phil. up, but yeah. still, like he's saying, the, the little that would come, mm. even now from Two Broke, we ran Two Broke Timbos for two years. Two Broke Timbos was the number one podcast in Zim and not even back a little bit like mm. the numbers it was a huge jump mm-hmm. from number one to number two including international podcasts 
So you would think the number one podcast in the country? Damn, y'all making paper, man. Nope. There were a couple of gigs that Two Broke Trimbos did as an organization. Uh, as an example, Two Broke Trimbos traditionally has been a host at the Shoko Festival. Mm. That's paid for. Several other things where Two Broke Trimbos are hosting or Two Broke Trimbos are doing something. Uh, there's certain payments that we would get from uh, people who are listening. But well, those well wishes? Yeah, those wouldn't even come close to a percent mm. of the cost we would put in. We were doing... Basically, we were doing all of that on us. So, so if, yeah. if y'all planning to make money from this... Uh... <laughs> so basically, the reason why I shut both of them down was... It just wasn't making financial sense anymore. Like, um, there's, other, there's other stuff that was going on, like... The, the source of revenue that was helping to fund all this um, Things went a little haywire there Because of the country situation And I just had to reassess everything And then I had moved to, I had to, move to South Africa Relocate to South Africa to, to figure stuff out And actually make money there And then now we're doing episodes via Skype And then okay. the energy is not the same anymore mm. um, And then we're basically like you know, let's, let's figure this out Let me wait till I either I move back and then we get back to the original premise of the podcast, which is me and you in the same room, either talking to ourselves or talking to, to an artist, as opposed to having a, a weird conversation via Skype every week, which people still enjoyed it, but it, it, it wasn't the energy and it wasn't the direction that we wanted the podcast to go in. And secondly, we've been doing this for three, four years now. We've, we've got a massive platform. We've got a massive brand. It doesn't make sense to me that I'm in Joburg. I'm going to events in Joburg, and I see people in Joburg like, "Yo, two broke troubles, what's up?" But I can't monetize that. Yeah. <laughs> like That's I can get cloud. Like people are like, "Yo, damn, this podcast is really." This conversation out, yeah. is getting more and more depressing as it goes on <laughs> because we're kind of like yeah, in that same air boat. You know, Senator uh, made a joke when I came. He's like, "Yo, man, you need to leave ZFM and come here and do Keep It Real Fridays with us." Which, <laughs> Haha, <laughs> lol, right? <laughs> but I, I, I was telling Phil the other day, I'm on radio, dude. I'm on ZFM. But more often than not, back then, now obviously because two years were off, but back then people would recognize Two Broke Trimbles before ZFM. And that was probably because um, Two Broke Trimbles often had images attached to it and whatever. Mm. And maybe radio, you don't see the face of the yep. person or whatever. Yep. But yeah, I mean, you build that much of a brand, but monetizing it How in Zim is not to say it's impossible, it was just maybe we hadn't figured it out, I guess. So, yeah, we only came back when we figured out how to make money. Okay, so y'all got it. Now we're getting it, don't worry. So, you know, so that, uh, you know, we, we shine together, you know. I shine, you shine. So, sorry, guys, the, the, the pot is small, guys. It's very limited, very limited. Um, and I, I will not be ashamed to say that we are adopting a very crab in the bucket mentality. And we are the first ones out, and we are closing the lid behind us. <laughs> well, when, when, you, when, we guys, when we started, you guys were chucking a few shots here and there. Some would catch some. As in your side, listen, man. It's the same way that mm. the same way that you you would uh, someone else would listen and say these mm. guys were chucking shots at Saturday in the morning. Yeah, we were, but it's not really. I mean, Kandora it's not, and it's not deep though. But like, okay, all right. Nick and Kandora. I mean, we're we're cool. We're we're good. So they know that we're just joking and what what what. I bumped into Danny the other time. When was it? When we bumped in? okay, so in times we bumped pay, into yes. each other by team. Why is he always in Pick and Pay? By Newlands. <laughs> I'm taking my Pick and Pay. Donuts, okay? Are you being picked by Pick and Pay? <laughs> <laughs> I bumped into him and I was like, yo, what's up, Cole? What's with you guys? Yo. Let's, let's square up. 
<laughs> what were you guys it, it was like I was chill You know I wasn't even It was nothing I'm on the podcast again He said Yo I pumped into cash bin And he comes at me violently It's like yo dude I'm like Ah You're No Okay but I've told I've told Brian this several times before mm. And As much as I understand What you're doing And as much as I know You're going to deny it I know for a fact That your role is to antagonize people to make for interesting podcasts. You got which, him. Which may or may not work. I, I am 100% sure that you actually look for something to say to someone. You got him. Who, who, who you, you'll be like, if I say this, this will make them mad. Mm. And then that's going to make it interesting. Show, on the show. And that's fine because, hey, that's your role. Look, uh, I will neither confirm or deny these allegations, but I will ask you this question. Who has been the antagonizing one today? I see. To your, does everyone? Do people feel antagonized? Hmm? From the Saturday in the morning, I don't sense anything. <laughs> Why are you defending? Those are two grown men with their own podcast. They can defend themselves. Don't worry about them. Can they? No. Can they? <laughs> Come on, Can I say something about Sazen mm. in the morning? Man, when they first started out, the audio was horrible. It's got better? It's gotten better, yeah. Relatively. No, I mean, when you start at dirt, when you move to, to wood. Ah, but guys, I'm going to play devil's advocate. No, no, no I'm okay. I'm tell you that if you listen to our first episodes as well, they were not that great in the beginning as well. Yeah, you know, can't we, relate. You, f- you find no, yourselves know, we, as you go along. We were, we were you know? pretty much perfect from the beginning, I think. Yeah. No, oh, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Thank you very much. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> no, no, to be, to be fair, um, obviously, I was on radio. Phil had already been doing a podcast so it wasn't the first two broke tumbles was not the first ever you know what i mean mm, anyway mm. but i mean also um sadza in the morning like i said like like we even told them that yo like man you gotta fix your audio try this try that and they did that and i think um there was a time they were recording at someone else's studio and then they got their own equipment and mm. that's when the audio went quite bad and i guess they were just trying to figure out how to work it which is yeah. it's better now but it's not yet perfect but you know yeah. growth we stand growth but also, like I've said, don't listen to this and think that these ones have beef with Sats in the morning. Nah, nah, nah. not at all. I mean, I'm, I'm, we're, we're jo- the same way that you'll see uh, uh, um, uh, siblings mm. like rag on each other and whatever. That's mm. what this is, man. We're just messing with them. The, 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 the little, you know, little mentally challenged brother that you just kind of, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, a little engine that could, he's got a little helmet on. Are we being problematic right now? <laughs> we might you be. Are. <laughs> are we being problematic? But hey, I mean, that's what we say, like, you know, he leaves school a little early. <laughs> like, he doesn't associate with the other kids. But we love him nonetheless. <laughs> You know what? I caught something at the be- at the beginning of the your people's latest uh, podcast. Mm-hmm. Phil was like, "Okay, I'm not gonna be problematic. I'm going through p- therapy. I'm sure that went over a lot of people's ears. But have you really been, you know, just kicking it with the ther- therapist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every Sunday, Doctor Machanda, mm-hmm. uh, I go see her. You know, we discuss some issues. It's actually, you know a, it's actually a real thing. I don't know how you feel about um, the thing with Jabba. You know, people like speaking on. All of a sudden, everyone was, a, was an expert on mental health. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now the the problem is a lot of how do I put it? Men especially, people love 
to be seen as intelligent mm. without actually being intelligent. Mm. And then when you accompany or you meet up with someone who actually done the research, who's lived that life, who's experienced, yeah. and there's nothing, what you're saying makes absolutely no sense. People have a real problem saying, you know what? My bad. I should stop. Let me listen. Or mind my business. And I think we saw a lot of that. Um, a lot. Uh, but yeah, man, R.I.P. Jabba, man. Uh, I hope he's in a better place. Because there's a group I'm in with Phil, so he never says anything. But when that conversation was going on, I was like, oh, what's this guy talking about? I didn't even see him post none, but he's, <laughs> he's going super hard past. Uh, <laughs> um, see, um, shameless plug uh, mm. in our new episode of Two Broke Tumbles, mm. uh, which is out now, available mm. on all um, um, RSS feeds and podcast apps. Um, Miss Red said something uh, which I didn't explore at the time, but I remember mm. thinking about it. It's like when she was much younger, uh, there was some there was some stuff that happened at at school, and then the headmaster then said, "Your daughter needs to go for a psych evaluation." Mm. And her mom was like, "No, never! You're saying that my daughter is crazy. Hell no!" And then basically took her out of the school. And it got me thinking that that in itself maybe is not the perfect example for all this, but as a general rule, we obviously attach a certain stigma to someone who wants to look after their mental health or someone who even wants to have it checked out. Yeah. So for even for even Phil saying that I go to a therapist, the immediate reaction that as a, a typical Zimbabwean would likely have is Kasuno Penga or Kasu you got something wrong with you. Which is fam, if 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 you were to say, Hey yo, I'm going to the doctor for a checkup. Yeah. Man, I, I, is that something that's got stigma? No. Because like, in Zim, they'd be like, can't you just uh, snap out of it or pray pray about it? No, but in Zim, there is that stigma, though. Even if you're a farmer, you a packet of white with a funny red little thing. People may assume that you're sick, but no one is gonna, no one's going to stop you from going. No one's going to feel ashamed because mm. you had to go into the pharmacy to get some medication. That's not, hey, man, I'm, I'm feeling uh, a little bit uh, off color. Mm. I need to walk in the pharmacy, grab some vitamins. It's mm. ARVs, whatever the case is, but that's your usual mix. Is that your usual the mix? Mo- the moment, <laughs> so the moment. What's going on? It's happening. Exclusive. The, the moment, the moment someone walks into into a therapist's office. <laughs> See, guys, this this is part of the problem. <laughs> I'm just gonna move my chair away. <laughs> yeah, but the moment someone walks in, oh, the moment someone says, says I'm seeing a therapist, you can't just say, oh, you know, you're, someone's trying to look after their mental health. Maybe they've got, uh, they've got some issues they're dealing with, or maybe they just want someone to talk to, or whatever the case is. There's just stigma attached to it. And I hate, I hate how we've all had to become activists for everything. I mean, I hate the fact that someone has to say, oh, mental health, or else you're problematic. Mm. But it kind of has to be that because people just don't get it. Crazy, crazy. But just to bring it back to the music, um, there was a time when you guys were quite authoritative in terms of like hip hop and stuff. So I don't know if this time around will you guys be more invested in sim hip hop or you're just more on the lifestyle tip or the satire? Um, oh, there's some new, new champs. Minded. There's some new champs. On. Ryan did push my buttons. You know, I'm not in on this one. <laughs> I'm not in. What do you do? What you talking about, Willis? <laughs> <laughs> what you talking about, Willis? 
Why did I do? No, I remember there was a time at the Zim Hip Hop conference. He was like, yo, I feel Chad has something to say. He's not just someone that disses us all the time. Oh, I remember that. That was at the Zim Hip Hop Summit last year. No, no, yeah, was it last year? Yeah, last year. Mm. Because, in all honesty, hey, every hey, time who I saw are these you, girls who are walking out of. <laughs> oh, there's some girls. What is what? What's... No, I mean, there's like a whole bunch of girls that just. They're models out of... in the next room. Hey, 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 guys. <laughs> I have feel so bad about you. It's an event by uh, Brita, uh, Marcella Tulli. Oh, so, yeah, Marcella yeah. Tulli. Yeah. Marcella oh, Tain, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, Marcella no, I, I want to hear yeah. what Cashman's going to say about where the No, he I, don't, I don't understand why he's saying I pissed him off, because um, there, was, there was a guanyaka. You went at it with uh, Herb Honcho about Zimura and why they're not paying no, artists. No, it wasn't Herb Honcho. There, was there was a representative from it was her. Was that her? Yes. It no, was her. It was the CBZ dude. That wasn't her. It, was, it wasn't her, but Herb was there though. No, I never went out. I know Herb. I know Herb. I never went out. But it was actually with Herb like two days ago and it was like, hey, I feel like I'm the pizza chi chi chi. It was. It no. was. A lot of people catch these hands, you know. <laughs> a lot but of people. Anyway. I think it hurts people. Hurt people. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but anyway, my, my point was um, back to Zim Hip Hop. Mm. Um, I love hip hop. I've, I've always loved hip hop, but I've always loved other genres. The problem is, um, as a blogger especially, and one of the issues that I, I got into with the Zim rappers is Zim rappers would come to me like with the sense of entitlement, like Phil, you're on the African hip hop blog. Why aren't you blogging about me? I'm like your shit is whack. <laughs> then, then they get pissed, <laughs> and then they then they try to start fighting me, and I'm like, nah, dude, I, it's not my responsibility. Because we see a lot of tin promo on there, like the homies, the whole KYA and stuff. Like, no, really, no. Cool, cool. seeing some stuff. Call charisma right now. I didn't post this shit, and he was very angry for several years that I didn't post this shit. I see some cynic, some cynic. Cause cynic is dope. At cynic dropped the best Zim hip hop album, period. Yeah. So I'm, of course I'm gonna promote that because that's the best Zim hip hop album ever produced. Of course I'm gonna promote that shit. But when you when you got other artists that mm. are, that don't have a following, mm. that aren't producing quality music. You aren't giving me anything to work with here, so why should I post? So then we, I even went beyond that. I was like, you know what? Okay, cool. I'm, I noticed the problem here. Artists don't understand how to build their brands. Mm. Series of posts educating artists on the intricacy of the industry, how to build an EPK, how to build your career, mm. this, that, and the third. They don't read it. Then they, they complain to me about the same stuff. I'm like, dude, did you read this post? <laughs> oh, no. Well, how am I supposed to help you? You're not helping yourself. They're like, first po- post my, my, my stuff, though. <laughs> I, I said this at the Zimmy Pop Summit, and I was like, you artists are ignorant. It's simple. You can't be complaining about lack of information. It's everywhere around you. You just don't want... You feel like you're too big, or your lyrics are just going to sell themselves, or something like... Or they expect you to be their break, or something like that. All right. Which is not how things work. As, um, as a... a Zim Hip Hop Awards Best Radio DJ nominee. Mm. Um, Zim Hip Hop Award, you know that. Well done. Yeah. yeah. Which was I found very funny because I don't do a hip hop show. A, but anyway, it's a paper weight in my mother's office right now. Um, <sighs> the the story of entitlement is huge because even even what you just said right now, Celatine uh, Kunzi. No, but you posted Ningi, but not Ningi. It's his vlog. He could, he, as much as he defends Guti, yeah, I posted Ningi because I think that's whack and I think that's dope. It's his blog, bruh. He can post whatever the hell he wants. How, how can you get mad? How can someone get mad coming here and saying, ah, but you know what, keep it true, Fridays. Why didn't you bring uh, Ningi, someone that you don't like? 
Right? It's your podcast. You know what I mean? I mean, you decide what you're going to put on. The moment that someone feels, you may choose or you may decide that, you know what? I'm going to try to be as fair as possible. That even if I don't like something, I'm going to put it on. You could decide to do that. But you know what? If it's something that you're not feeling, then it's not a representation of what you like. Say this, it's the same story with radio. A lot of people feel that because a radio is national or because radio is all over the country, then you must be fair and whatever. That may be the case for ZBC, which is government owned, but that's not the case for private radio stations. Every private radio station's mandate is to make money. So they're going to hire someone and put them in a place to say, we feel that you can make money for us. If I'm private and commercial, that's my job, right? The people who actually work there may be passionate about music and passionate about the arts. You know what I mean? As I am. But my job is not to help an artist. My job is to make money for the radio station. Now, if if I meet you as an artist, I'm like, you know what? This artist and I, we can collaborate and make money for the radio station. And on top of that, I like the artist. <laughs> That's even better, man. So, Because then I'm actually pushing something I like and I believe in. Otherwise, I'll just play freaking Justin Bieber if that's what people want to listen to. So my job, my my primary job on radio and anyone else's on radio is to make money. Someone who's got a blog, on the one hand, they could be doing it as a passion. On the other hand, it could be that they're trying to build an audience or a following. So they're going to post up things that they only, they think are dope. And as the owner of that blog or that platform or whatever, they're the gatekeepers. Whether you like it or not, if you don't like that one, then start your own, bro. If it's not good enough, if it doesn't reach those, and I, I would like to think that Phil is fair. He's not just there saying, mm, "I don't like your, uh, I don't like your face, so I'm not going to post you." I don't think Phil has ever done that. Give me too much. Credit. I've definitely done sure, that. No, yeah, but radio. Turn your face, yeah, No, I'm kidding. Obviously, it's the same story on radio. The truth of the matter is. Uh, good radio is going to look for good artists. Who's going to determine what a good artist is? The person who's on the radio. So you may disagree, but the person on the radio is likely going to determine what's a good artist. I have done my best over the years to be as fair as possible. Because you know, even if I don't like your sound or your genre, mm. let me try and listen with an objective ear. Could you? Would a listener? Would my listener like this? And can I tell you a funny story? There was a time when uh, when I was running the music department at ZFM, we would receive um, on average 100 submissions of music per week. And the ones that were approved for radio play, mm. in an amazing week, you'd reach five. Five out of 100. That you know what, these are approved, they can go on, uh, on rotation. That means there's 95 really angry people. Like, hey, how come you don't play our music? It's like, bruh, it's not good enough. Why should, why, why should I play your song Which is meh When XQ has just dropped a banger I'd rather play XQ's song again mm. Than to play your song for the first time If no one likes it Or I think that no one will like it Who's the guy who'd okay all that stuff Just for the listeners who want to know Who would okay Who would like to pull up on him or stuff like that <laughs> There's a comedy so that's a good thing There's a comedy A, a faceless nameless okay. comedy And you're part of them okay who the rest I was part of the comedy man. The League of Shadows <laughs> The League of Shadows So even even that having been said, I mean, the entitlement to think that you should play my music, mm. get out of here, man. And no, no one should do anything. If your music is dope, it will be played, full stop. Anyway, times have changed. People don't really need radio like that, like back in the day. Exactly. So, um, I think another thing to that point is Zim, especially Zim hip-hop artists, they need to be realistic. Um... A lot of guys make music for themselves And what that means is Your audience is only going to be as big as you So what? That's the amount of people that are going to buy your music Back when I was running the blog We'd get millions of hits a month, right? 
I could post an artist from South Africa, <clears throat> thousands, may, like a big artist, maybe 100,000 views. I, I actually, and I remember there was a time when I was going back and forth with Zim guys and they were arguing me about, like, A, I don't support Zim Hip Hop, why don't I support it? And why aren't I posting more? And I, my argument was friendly, first and foremost, if you guys aren't producing good music, the, it's not worth it. And two, the market isn't big enough. Guys were getting hundreds, <clears throat> hundreds of hits. Out of millions, a Zim hip hop artist who claims to be a huge hip hop artist would get hundreds like of a hits. T- like a 10 at the time? I'm not, gonna, I'm not mentioning names, I'm just oh, giving like an example. Like the time. But, but the point being is, these guys, you guys need to be honest with yourselves. How big is my actual audience? And stop lying to yourself. And when you're making music, be honest with yourself and say, Who am I making music for? Like, what type of artist am I? If you're making music for yourself that only you and your boys like, then don't complain when people outside of your clique aren't listening to your music because you're making music for your clique. And that's what Zim hip hop artists need to realize. The only guy that in recent times figured out Takura. And the moment Takura dropped Zinu Rema, I said it, guys, in six months, Takura's gonna be the biggest Zim hip hop artist. Mm. And everyone was like, and six months later, was the biggest Zim hop artist. Till today. Winky D. Till today, until Pippa Big. Until Pippa Big. Takura yeah. is by and large Zimbabwe's biggest hip-hop act. And until everyone else figures out that they should stop trying to make music for themselves and stop trying to be lyrical miracles if they want success. I think Tanto Wee, if you figured that out, it's like, okay, I need to, I need to. <laughs> Someone who figured it out before was MMT. Mm. Um, and I'll tell you something. Mm. I had an issue with MMT. As in, there was low-key beef. And that was because, uh, was it MC Cut? Who, yeah. who called me. Mm. And he's like, yo, man, if we see you in these streets, just know that it's, 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 uh, we're putting the paws on you or whatever. And I was like, what, what on earth? Because you're rolling with the ops. Yeah, whatever, man. But see, they, they, to me, I was like, man, y'all is dumb. I would dumb. Have loved to see that. Why, 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 why would you threaten someone who's actually pushing your music? Anyway, but still, that didn't stop me from playing their music. Yeah. I was, in fact, ZFM probably more than any other radio station played MMT and I was in charge of that at the time yet if I was petty I should have been petty anyway eventually we called and made up and we're cool and whatever but back then MMT figured it out because even up to now Mariachi still knows how to make a hit yeah. he, he, he knows how to make a I was trying to show these guys but no one was paying attention to me like he actually is fi- he's he's figured out the craft the MMT guys Mariachi right now I think is the only one who's still like really uh, active yeah and the new Mariachi album is lit bruh Muzukuru is lit like all the tracks are bangers and yeah and, and other people don't get it they're I don't know whether you feel like uh, maybe he's not lyrical. I think he's lyrical enough for an artist. I think he's balanced. There's, yeah. no, there's no successful lyrical rappers. Who is a successful Zim lyricist? Let's, let's, be, let's, be, let's be Yeah, let's be Name one. Honest. Brian, you want to take over? Brian 360. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what are y'all laughing? I'm not, I'm not laughing. Dude's got that Kwese endorsement. What's going on? He's the Casper University of Zimbabwe. Exactly. Is Bright 360 a lyrical miracle? <laughs> oh, oh. Is, is he a lyricist? Nah, nah, jokes, jokes, man. That's just jokes. Let's get to the shits. Munetsi. 
Muletsi is a day job. He has a day job. Muletsi is one of the dopest lyricists in Zim. He is. I mean, is he successful? Is he successful? You can't be successful if you have a day job. Okay, give me a Muletsi hit. I'm not a fan like that. He can talk about it. He's a stan. He jumps out the window. Muletsi is one of the best lyricists in Zim. What's his biggest song? Do you know what? Get get off me. Don't touch me. Turn back and get I keep telling this guy. I haven't guy, heard that one. I keep telling this guy, Munetsi is not your type of rapper. Leave him alone. No, so but the point of this, we're not trying to say he's whack. He's definitely no, he's not. He's That's dope. his point. But, but his what point, Phil, what he's, Phil said. He's trying to put him out there because last week it was he had the weakest verse on where. That's what the story was. Anka. <laughs> Why is everybody saying Monetsi's this? Hey, this guy never has got even got a project. The guy is whack, chi chi chi. That's his narrative. He's just there's a success. There is no successful lyricist in society. I think uh, the two broke tumors have exposed some. You know, like when you visit someone's but house him, oh, and then they start the beefing, and like you're just sitting there. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You see how he's skirting around it? We're talking about success. Where's the bloody meat? I was on meat. Finish your point. You don't love me anymore the way you used to. Things were good before. But now look at it. Ask him, Panewan, where you say that he could have mentioned? From the civics, from Tin Diamond, from Begotten Sun, from Outspoken, from Upmost. Every single one of them has day jobs. Every single one of these guys have day jobs. Why Munetsi? Well, I mean, I think every rapper, maybe except Takura, they all have day jobs. So, that's, that's my point. Is, Phil's point is, mm. if you are making music for Zim, mm. you got to listen to what Zim is vibing to. Man, Zim right now loves Zim Dancehall, mm. right? What is Zim? Da- what what is it that Zim, Zim Dancehall is basically rap, just with the dancehall beat? That's literally what it is. So, what's the difference? So the Owens and Zim Danso have figured out their market because they're clearly rapping about things or they're they're singing about things that their listeners want to listen to, um, and it's not it's not like clever lyrics. It is clever lyrics, but it's not like like uh, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, like deep lyricism, like yo Lupe Fiasco up in here or whatever. Nah, it's just hey bruh. So in general, we're saying none of these lyricists will ever blow. <laughs> you may get a Kendrick or something who does, but in all honesty. In all honesty, that was supposed to be cynic, but I don't know. Cynic, <laughs> cynic, cynic didn't want that. I don't. Th- I don't think cynic wanted that level of fame. Mm. I think another person who probably figured it out is maybe Kruger. Yeah, Kruger. Y'all listen to Kruger? Uh, I've heard one or two songs. Um, and when you say figured out, what do you mean? No, but like, to, like which number one record make, make is he successful? Give me number one record. I'm saying like not not yet, but then I'm saying like he's figured out the sound. He's still yet to like get to the Takura numbers, but sound-wise, he's not one of those like. But you guys do realize that Takura figured it out on this, his first his first try, his first his first jam. He figured it out. It took ASAP. I remember when ASAP was still Quanfire, and ASAP has finally figured it out now. But even within that, like, so Takura figured it out since Soul Africa. But but you you get what I'm saying, right? He went from pop and it's like another form of pop is hip hop. I can make hip hop pop. I can pop hip hop. <laughs> but you but you do get my point. There's, yeah. there's actually ways to game the system and figure out how to how to move it. The templates are there. If guys if you if you wanna be successful, if you want to tour, if you wanna feed your family off music and music alone, stop trying to do it your way. 
because you're gonna fail. All the examples are there in front of you. If you want, if you want to be a lyrical miracle, subliminal, bliminal, <laughs> go to jo- go go to Joburg and try and try and try your luck there. But it's not gonna work in Zip. You hear it? But but if you look at it even globally, like those um, hardcore lyricists, they they kind of like mix it up. Even if you look at people like Jay Z, if he's gonna throw like a deep verse, he's gonna throw like Alicia Keys on the hook or something just to capture the crowd. Mm. Moment of clarity. What he says? I wanted to rap like Common Sense. Then I sold six mil and rap like Common Sense. Yeah. So. What, what, what did he say? Um, the the Talib Kweli reference yeah. that he made. Um, Oh, crap. Okay. Can I can I just get like five? Okay, maybe five is too much. It's not five fingers, but okay. I mean, no, 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 Hey man, don't don't put us on the spot. I, I don't define like, like I said. I don't do a I mean, like show on the radio. Guys who you consider multi celeb or whatever. There's, there's, I like Brince. Brince, I like some mm. of the stuff he's doing. All right, he's a little rough, but he's got the potential. I think if if Brince had a little fine tooth mm. comb, a little mm. file, mm. um, he do it every time. Just so yes, he into the air. Okay, let's put it okay. in the middle. There we go. We could share it equally. Um, yeah, Brins. Kelvin, I'm not too sure what's happening with him. Um, he had the potential and then he just. New album out, man. Yeah, but it's not good music. It's, it doesn't have the hype that he had at the beginning. Well, to be fair, it wasn't the beginning. He doesn't have the hype that he had a year, a year and a yes, half ago. Kelvin struggles to put together a good, a good body of music, to Come be honest. On, like guys. His albums are very. You'll have dope singles. I don't know about the full albums. I don't know, to be honest. Um. It seems to me mm. that when, because when Calvin first, first like really got uh, got in the spotlight, he'd already had like I don't know how many albums out. He had like ten huh? that no one had like really paid attention to. Mm. Then there's that album that he had, which had um, uh, Year of the Wind. Uh, before Year of the Wind, the one that uh, the one that had. Uh, uh, Okay, there's a song basically that uh, Delani Makalima heard of that album. He's like, yo, this is dope. Then he played it. Then other people were listening like, yo, this is dope. This is dope. And then people started looking for Calvin's stuff. Then he put out his Year of the Finn album. Mm. Uh, he had the collaboration with Casper. You're welcome, by the way. Yeah, thank you. Two Broke Tumbles thing. Um, okay. <laughs> you know, like, we, we really have done quite a bit for these artists. And they, do they thank us? No. Do they pay us? Do they buy us drinks? Not even. Yeah, anyway, carry on. Yeah, and then, so then he had this run where Kelvin mm. was the hottest rapper, man. He was just, he was, he was, he was headlining shows and stuff, mm. you know what I mean? And then, and then he got, he went, he, so he had this, this period where he was putting out really dope music. Then he had a period where he was only putting out dope features. So it was like featuring Calvin, featuring Calvin, and those were kind of dope. But I mean, since then, there hasn't been a, a big Calvin record. That's not even been. Think, I would say in the last dope video you saw from Calvin, or the memorable video you saw from Calvin. And I, I don't know why, because, well, I suppose everyone obviously has their ups and downs. But mm. think about, in, okay, in the last, uh, you said he put out an album. Yeah. You're you're deep in the hip hop game, so to you, all of this is a new Calvin album is top of mind or whatever. 
but it used to be a stage where a new Calvin album was top of mind for people who listen to Afrobeat. Like Takura Status? Or yeah, or Calvin was maybe not quite, but almost mm. Takura mm. Status. Yeah, and I think where Calvin suffered especially is um, as someone from looking from the outside in, it's almost like Calvin doesn't know he's Calvin. What? If you know what I'm saying. The, the image from a PR perspective, the, the content he shares on social media, you, that's another thing artists don't realize is how, you, you're selling yourself, right? You sell a brand. Takura sells his brand. So Takura has, has built himself as like, you know, somewhat, um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? He's um, socially, somewhat socially awkward, cool kid, mysterious, hard, hard to reach, you know what I mean? But still produces quality music, right. loves his daughter. Go to, go to his Instagram page right now. Dude has 20 something posts. That means that he wiped out all his posts at some point yep. and then started. It's because he's obviously very conscious of his brand. Now, okay, by the way, I just want to say, don't don't read this as us, like, saying Calvin has, uh, I don't know, he's whack now, he fell off or whatever. Nah, not at all. I'm, a, I'm actually a huge fan of Calvin. I'm just saying he's not as popular as he was, and we're trying to figure out why. And branding is probably one of those things, probably. Uh, another thing I would... I would put forward is that he, we always used to view Calvin as probably the hardest working rapper because man, he produced himself, he rapped himself. Yeah, the Freestyle Friday. He, he did his yeah, own. He's got a paper bag uh, freestyle. Out. He yeah. did his own graphics for his albums. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn, bro, this dude does everything. This dude is working hard. But still is. Still is. Would you say to the same level as before? I think even harder with two kids. Yeah. Or maybe the kids Maybe the kids is a distraction yeah. I don't know But all I can say Like in his defense He's a very good uh, Good at uh, making Conceptual projects Like 2016 He lost someone to death Terrible breakup And he really channeled it Into that uh, Goodbye What was it called? No, no. It, had a, it had another name And Jabila name Which you know I'm kind of Handicapped Yeah this is the problem With Zimbabwe you know? <laughs> This rift between The Shona and the Dabili But I loved it I loved it the Dabili you need representation. You expect them to know your language, but just vice versa. No, it's just not. Huh? Hey, Lockshin Obama, that's my guy. Though. But anyway, let's take. You know, I'm actually. Take, I'm, I'm going to be uh, checking. I'll, I'll try. I'll, I'll, I'll check out this paper bag freestyle. Just see what he's. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe I just haven't noticed, and I should be paying more attention. You should. Which because I would. I want to see Kelvin like hit it big. I thought he. I thought he'd sort of stepping stone into Africa type of thing. Man, do you know when Casper heard Calvin's song? Because mm. we played him a, a Junior Brown song. He's like, yeah, this is tight, this is tight. I think I, I, think I played him some, maybe like an MMT or something. Yeah, this mm. is tight. But when he heard Calvin, bro, it's like, dude, you could just see in his face. It's like, wait, what is this? Like, oh my gosh, whatever. You know what I mean? Mm. So I was like, dude, man, this dude could take SA right now. But I, I was hoping, I'm hoping. There was actually a time he, had, he spent a couple of months in SA after that. Mm. And then he released a song or two. Didn't pan out. Um, there's another Zim kid from Bulawayo that's an essay. Space Nation. I remember just now. But anyway, we're going to take a quick little break and a very quick Wait, wait, we're not done? No, we're not done. And we'll be right back. We'll be right back. Keep it real Fridays with Shelatine and Brian Willis. <laughs> Ha <laughs> 
I just met you, but I want you for life. Know that we eat a mood or our mind. She started smiling, but looking surprised. Hansi, Javani, Kupi, Konai. Pretty yellow, mommy, who is sexy? Let me take you home, should I call a taxi? Introduce you to my mama and my exes. They gon' love you cause they were only recipes. It's kinda fun, I met you online. Now we're getting turned, sipping on white. Ah, wanna put that ring on your finger. My zero doho bondo kupa cause I'm that nigga. I just met you, but I want you for life. Doda who eat a murora womai. She started smiling, but looking surprised. Hansi, Javane, Kupi, Konai. Yeah, I just met you, but I want you for life. Doda who eat a murora Keep it real Fridays with Celatine and Brian Willis. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to my favorite segment of the show. And the segment is Smash, Marry, or Friendzone. We're going to give you three names. And you choose whether you would smash, marry, or friendzone. But you can only use each option once. This is, this is not sexist or problematic at all. This is very um, progressive. Would you like a male or female list? <laughs> I do. <laughs> this you is see, taking a little bit too long. No, you see, the problem here, Brian, is you know, over the years we've evolved and realized that a lot of times the, the things that we say um, are problematic in the sense that sometimes it implies that we are viewing women as objects that we mm. des- that we desire or get to do whatever it is we like with. Mm. So it, you're putting us in a really tight position when you say like, would you smash me? First of all, I'm a man of God myself. You know what I mean? That is right. I would never kill anyone, and I wouldn't smash anyone outside of the man. Marriage arrangement. Anyway, Dennis Dube, <laughs> aka. So, t- what I'm saying is to me, Denmark. marry or kill is the same thing. Oh, wait. AKA Mr. Born on the 4th of January, which is my birthday, by the way. Wait, you know your birthday? This is coming a little weird. It's coming a little weird. Smash, marry, or friends, though. Would you like males or females? I think we're an inclusive group. We'll take both. <laughs> we'll take both for 500. They will, they will take both. <laughs> 
Zimbabwe seems to be getting open to these uh, uh, sexual orientation type things. Of course, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I mean, I'm happy. If, if, if St. John's taught us anything, it's that Zimbabweans are, are more than willing to accept people for who they are. We are ready for this conversation. That's what that's what we've learned. Now, anyway, let me give the ball back to Salatine. Okay, so, hey, put a pause on that, bro. <laughs> All right, so for Danny, oh, we've got uh, drum roll. We've got Tinashe. We've got uh, Gamu Manika. And the wild card, we've got Mudiwa Wood. <laughs> Smash, Mary, or Francis. <laughs> Wait, are those the only options? <laughs> I'd like to check yeah. G for 300 players. <laughs> Is there a strangle? Um, uh, okay. Smash, Mary, or Frenzo. Okay. So, Mary obviously standard Tinashe. Uh, Why? Oh, because uh, no, I've had a crush on her for the longest time. She's fine. But Gamu, Gamu's uh... Yeah, but Tinashe. Eee, Gamu posted a photo today on her Instagram. I was like, eee. Hey, the poolside, the poolside, the poolside hey, Adam. I was like, eee. can we stay on track here? Shout out to Gamu for, for doing um, She did her makeup at our last shoot. Yes. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, Shout so, out to Gamu. Gamu, Gamu did the two Brooke Turnbulls makeup. Um. Gamu, I think Gamu is gorgeous, actually. I really do. Hey, Gamu's Gamu, not on the list. Gamu, yeah. Gamu, Gamu, I'm just. Isn't she on the list? No. She is, oh, she is oh, on she the is. list, yeah. Oh, okay, so... Tinashe, Mary, Gamu, Smash, and Mudiwa, Frenzo. <laughs> oh, sorry, buddy. Yeah, that's, that's let's, her. Let's see. No, I'm just followers. <laughs> all right, so for Phil, all right, we've got Tammy Moyo. Mm. <laughs> Shingi Mangoma. <laughs> and Tish Matez. <laughs> the wild card. Um, <laughs> first and foremost, I'd like to say, I believe Tammy's what, 21, 22? She's legal. No, um, guys, we also need to. There's a conversation needs to evolve more than just being legal and illegal. There's a certain. Um, the frontal lobe um, of, a, of a young woman or a young child has not developed far enough to, to have the, uh, the adequate resources to deal with the risk assessment and the like. So I'd like to immediately put Tammy Moy in the friend zone because I would never look at a young girl in such a way. This means you got Mary and Smash Lift and you got Titch Mataz and... Shingi Mangoma. Shingi Mangoma. Titch would never be home, eh? He'd be in jail. That's that's true. And Tidge would would bring and, and a big. I don't know that big. So I just go to China, get my suits, find a way to get them through Zimra without being stopped, and then bah, straight to the shops. So I think Mary Tidge Matez, eh, Mary, but like maybe be the third or the fourth wife, and eh, not a main, not a, the main one. And then reluctantly, I would have to smash eh, Mango, Miss Mangoma. Reluctantly. 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 That's, that's almost a shot. All right, all right. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a story to that choice, but maybe we'll, we'll talk about it off air. <laughs> but <laughs> thank you guys for being good sports for SMF.
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just tell the peoples where they can find your show or any upcoming events. Uh, everything, man. Twobooktrimbos.com, mm. at Danny That Guy, at Phil Chad. It's pretty much uniform across all social media platforms. Yeah. Uh, we haven't finalized your website yet, have we? No. But yeah, philchard.com for me, twobooktrimbos.com for the podcast. We'll sort out Danny's website. It'll soon be up. DannyThatGuy.com as well. And yeah, just follow us on the social medias and uh, wherever you guys listen to your podcasts. Just search Twobooktrimbos. We're literally everywhere. There's no place where podcasts are distributed that we are not available. African um, hip hop blog. No, nope. African nope. hip hop blog is it's Did. on hiatus. It's on hiatus for the time being. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, something that will probably interest you guys and your listeners on the 14th of November, which is next Wednesday, mm. uh, I will be hosting what is called the Music Business Series of Workshops. It's the first workshop. It's a workshop designed for artists who would like to make money out of music. Uh, it will be made up of panels of, number one, artists who have actually been successful in making money, including some of the people we've spoken about today, like Takura, um, Tammy will be on that panel as mm. well. Uh, Amara Brown is on that panel. Um, uh, on the other hand, oh yeah, we got some producers as well, Tamuka and Oskid will be on that panel. Uh, on the other panel, it's going to feature radio personalities because the theme of the first workshop is uh, designing music for radio as an artist so we're going to have uh, representatives from Star FM, Power FM and ZFM who are all there sharing tidbits of knowledge as to how you can make a song uh, that will then be accepted by the radio stations in Zimbabwe and perhaps further your career now if you would like to be part of this particular, this is actually the first time I'm announcing it because my graphics guy is taking a really long time with my things and I feel absolutely great about it but anyway, um, if you would like to, uh, what's, what's the email address? I can't remember what the email address is, but just like hit me up on social media, Danny, that guy. Yeah, I was, uh, yeah, it's, it, it will be on the official flyer, which hopefully will be out in the next couple of days. But yeah, um, uh, it's free for artists, but registration is required. It's going to be at, mm, not going to tell you where it's going to be until you register. And <laughs> now I'm kidding. Actually, it's going to be at Motor Republic. Um, but yeah, it's going to be for those who register. Uh, registration is very simple. You just need to hit me up via email. Uh, when I remember what the actual correct email address is, I think it's I think it's Music Business Series ZW. Don't give out wrong information. Okay, do you know what? Just yeah, just check out on email my social media. Private and personal email. It. No, <laughs> do not email my private and personal email. Please don't text me about it because I have a lot of things to deal with. I will be going through via the email. Uh, yeah, and it's 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 going to be a, a nice brief workshop. It's going to be two to three hours long on a Wednesday afternoon. And uh, yeah, that's brief. Have you ever been to artist workshops? AD. <laughs> two to three hours. Uh, with the cream of the crop I've got confirmations from everyone on board uh, Hopefully everything is all set Motor Public next Wednesday So yeah, if you want to make money from your music uh, There'll be a series of workshops If we're starting off with the radio We're going to move over into other things Including things like uh, music videos Intellectual property and so on and so on And uh, yeah So uh, yeah, be part of the first one That's good dear. As for that issue with your graphic designer uh, You can holler at me next time Anyway, Brian Willis <laughs> ZW at what's my Twitter handle? It's okay, the sorry, way it's around. at Brian Willis ZW. 
on Instagram and Twitter. And it's Cash with Brian Willis on Facebook. And the email is keepitrealfri at gmail.com. Keep the lovely music coming in. Also, if you email, it's donated to brocktwimbles.com. You can email us your music and other such things. If you would like to donate to our course, please go to two brocktwimbles forward slash donate. And you will see many options where you can provide us with financial funding. Thank you. Anyway, <laughs> keep the lovely music coming in, man. Yeah, silly. All right, and I am Celatine, social architect on all social media platforms. We have Spotify playlists, Audio Therapy by Brian Willis. What's uh, that? Bring the bring the noise. We've got In My Feelings. We've got On the Grind. We've got I'm So Groovy by yours truly. So, guys, it's been a pleasure. We'll catch up with you next time. Yeah, also, I have playlists on Apple Music and Spotify. Just search for Feel Chat and also Danny's Dube, and you will get the music free of charge. Thank Thank you. Bye. Hey, yo, we've been two broke twimbos and we out. <laughs> Keep it real Fridays with Celatine and Brian Willis. Yo, what up, well, it's your boy Calvin. Uh, I hope you guys love the freestyle. Um, so that you've heard it or you're about to hear it. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, I hope you enjoy the freestyle that I did on Winky Beast's um, new song, Back. I really hope he considers doing a remix and considers having me on, you know what I mean? Because I think um, that song will be fire with me on it. You know what I mean? Like, I really love this song. His song is amazing. Uh, he's an amazing artist anyway. Um, and then secondly, I, my album is out. I've been working on, on an album, Low Key. Um, it's called Kizio. Uh It's available online on Z Music Store iTunes and Spotify will be available in the next coming days or a week or so. But for now, we just have Zim uh, Music Store being the first online store to have the album. Uh, but other ways, or other means of having the album is you just call me on my direct number. Uh, 0776-98569, which happens to be the equocation number where you can transfer your money to <laughs> you get it <laughs> so it's all seven seven six nine nine eight five six nine call me uh if you want the album then we can further discuss how i'm gonna send it to you and most most definitely it's going to be through via email so just call me and um we officialize this transaction <laughs> otherwise man much love and respect man let's let's push the culture forward bless the only time I get the corner stage is only after I secure the bag. Cause fun I get on my brand. Into an afan call fan. Manja bonus on it who run in the game. Man tell the guy bank and I'm a checks, jang a chest. Think up and turn up and blow well on my kiss. No bag of VIP. You've a pillow for I should have an LS comments one of my pillar 
10, 20s, 50s, and the Benjamins, Funela. I want the money that you owe like a single vow. La Malanga, I don't make it stone when I'm in the club. I let it collect so my daughter can't scoop a dive. Bona Lana, humble la my gang. I'm Tony Salo, was a good man, and you pack. You posting a bali flop, my gang is Uzama King. Kalila, and my cunning, and my just fly into the cake. Who can do one of the Jepamba, the Mapunzangu? It's a good one. I wanna put it in the Mapunzangu. It's a good one. So the wire, wire, keep it in. So my 50 50, keep it in. So my 20 is on your day. Some of us in my 10 and my 5 is my 10. Capital 263.